Heels, welcome back. It's your host, Marcus Merton. And this week, we've got an interview with Cyrus the Virus LeVay. Perfect. Hell yeah. Good job. Cyrus, man. <laughs> Cyrus, man. Say what's up to the people. Hey, what's up? Uh, good to talk to you. Good to talk to all the people on the Heels broadcast, man. I appreciate it. Broadcast, podcast, my bad. Hey, man. We appreciate you having come by and uh, sitting down and talk with us, brother. Oh, man. You know, and this and this. I got the time today, man, considering everything going on in the world. Yeah, man, it's a crazy world, crazy world, man. Speaking about Cyrus, so what you been doing during the coronavirus? How's uh, how's everything been hanging? You know, I'm trying to stay in shape. You know, uh, not mm-hmm. going to the gym's been rough, but I do have a bow flex and some little loose weights, so that's stuff. You know, trying trying keeps me uh, somewhat in shape, and also. Uh, I have a couple of students that I train, so we're, you know, taking precautions, but we're still training and stuff. But uh, other than that, man, uh, I'm just playing, playing a lot of guitar, really. <laughs> you know? Oh, awesome, man. Awesome, man. What's, uh, what's your favorite uh, go-to uh, kind of tunes to play on the guitar? I'm a, I'm a, I, I play, uh, yeah, I write all my own music. I'm just a heavy metal guy, man. I just, you know, I'm a really head. Nice, nice, man, nice. All right, so Cyrus, man, how did you how did you get involved in the wrestling business? What made you want to want to get into the ring? Well, I loved wrestling my whole life, but when I was a kid, everybody was huge. And to be honest with you, I didn't really grow up with aspirations that it was possible. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I thought I thought I was way too small, and it wasn't a possibility. It wasn't until I lucked into a school. And I saw the guys up there training, and I was like, well, well, hell, man, I, I was an athlete. I, I could do, you know, I'm, I'm as big as these guys, you know. And, uh-huh. and my, my aspirations was to be a wrestling manager. I, 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 I didn't think I could be a wrestler. So I had my whole shtick up as a manager. And uh, 20-some-odd years later, you know, I'm still wrestling. So, so you wanted to be a manager. Would you, be in a, would you have been a heel manager or a face manager? Oh yeah, yeah, man. I was a big Gary Hart guy. Oh, okay. And uh, okay. actually, actually, that's why my first gimmick I was called Dark Heart, and the way mm-hmm. I spelled it was H H A R T E, like dark H A R T E, and it was kind of like an homage to Gary Hart. In my mind, my gimmick was going to be that I was like the the bastard son of Gary Hart, and I'd you know come take my <laughs> revenge on Dusty Rhodes or or, or uh you know, mm-hmm. Dustin or Cody or whoever now, I guess. Yep. But uh, it was just in my mind, I could, you know, that's lead a bunch of uh, army of bad guy wrestlers. And I, you know, became a bad guy wrestler instead. <laughs> <laughs> so a bad guy wrestler. Have you always been a bad guy? Always been the No, the heel? no, no, bro. I've been a career face for the most part. I, I pride myself on being able to do anything, you know, but, uh, for the most part, I've I've kind of had to be a baby face because, especially on the indies, it's hard to find good baby faces. Not trying to, you know, it, a lot of people don't know how to sell real well and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's hard to get people behind you. And especially coming in, I started in like the mid mid to late '90s, and a lot of dudes on the indies they wanted to be that cool heel like Stone Cold, you know. And, yeah, yeah. And and. and the business started changing at that point where, you know, there's a lot more heel fans and stuff, but the psychology doesn't change. You know, you just kind of, you know, the, the situations around it do. But, um, so I was a baby face a lot just because there was a, you know, everybody wanted to be a heel and worse than that, everybody wanted to be a cool heel. And that's mm-hmm. the worst, you know, it's, it's like, if you're going to be a heel, just go all the way with it. I, 
I agree. I agree. So who would you say? You said Corey Hart was your uh, inspiration as a manager. Who who <laughs> Gary, would you say you model? Gary, Gary, Gary. Mark, my apologies. Gary, yeah, my apologies. My apologies. Corey Hart with sunglasses at night. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really like that song. I actually really like that song. So you it's said kind of cool, despite the lyrics. <laughs> I know, right? It, the beat, the beat really makes that song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you say you looked up to Gary Hart as a manager. Who, who as a wrestler, would you say you kind of mold yourself after, or at least you know maybe take nods towards? Right on, right on. Well, um, my first favorite wrestler, the first wrestler I ever saw, actually was Terry Gordy, and this is pre. Hmm. Michael Hayes, Terry Gordy. I'm, I'm kind of old. So uh, this was like he was probably 18 or something, but he was Mississippi State champion. And so that was a big influence on me um, as far as molded myself after. I'd probably take more, more towards like a cross between Jake Roberts and like Muda and Kabuki, that type of vibe. Mm. Okay. Um, but, but again, through a baby face kind of filter because <laughs> a lot of times I had to kind of it's hard to get people to like you and still be kind of cool. You know what I mean? Most people, you you know, especially, mm-hmm. you know, once once Stone Cold became the, the norm, it, mm-hmm. it just became a, a recurring theme, you know? Do you, do you think Stone Cold has a, in his character, has had like a negative impact on kind of how the perception of, I don't know, maybe a fan's range of what a heel can be is? No, I wouldn't say that. I, he he played he played it perfectly, and that's why mm-hmm. he got so over. Because when he first started getting over as Stone Cold, he didn't immediately play into the fans. He started he he was still cussing the fans. He was still. Mm-hmm. I remember a promo where he's like, "Yo, you fans are like a bunch of insects around my head and stuff." I was like, "He's doing it perfect." And and then eventually, when they do pull it full throttle on the baby face push, you know, of course, is the biggest guy ever. I think the only negative he's had uh, as far as industry is that, that, that damn what promo, you know? But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very annoying. Oh, man, that can get horrible. Oh, man, for a while, it's just cringy. killing everybody's promos. And it's like, you know, it as a as a wrestler, I pride myself in able to try to overcome that. And later on, you saw a lot of people take control of the situation. But for a while mm-hmm. there, oh, it was out of control. So are, are they still doing that on? Does that still pop up in the it, I think it's so, I, I think it's died out now. But uh-huh. we were talking Stone Cold, so that was just the only negative I could think. Yeah, because they yeah. even tried to like spring that on Seth Rollins, and he had to go through that for like a couple summers, especially after Stone Cold uh, showed up. And that yeah, just yeah. that whole feud for me. Oh man, it was so bad. Yeah, because he's not really. I mean, he's not horrible, but he's not the strongest promo as it is. So when you got mm-hmm. the crowd, it's not. Them out any. It's, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. So, heading back to your career, what, what's your uh, what's your current biggest feud going on right now? What's your uh, and the same one everybody's got. I haven't been working or anything yet. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I've seen there's slowly been places reopening, but I've just been I, I I've been concentrated concentrating on uh, training and training my my guys and stuff and mm-hmm. eventually i'd like to start a promotion on the mississippi coast maybe possibly get some casinos involved or something but try and do something oh, big awesome. and, and do it right you know but this whole this whole covid thing kind of threw a cramp and everything so all i can do is is train and train my guys so when mm-hmm. when they come out they'll you know they'll be sharp so where you uh where's your training uh dojo at is it are they all called dojos or some called gyms what, what do you, uh, you, you know you, you, case by case really you know mm-hmm. like uh when 
when I when I trained uh, for Rod Price at his school or whatever, it was just called the House of Pain. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Sounds fitting. Yeah, I, yeah. But uh, no, I I have a little bit of property in Gulfport and uh, and of course my own ring and stuff. So we're we're set there. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. How are you? Uh, how are you training? What kind of style? Well, basically old school as as I can, and not you know, <laughs> and still have students. I, I've run a lot of people off just with my training methods because mm-hmm. I, I was you know like I said I was brought in like like mid nineties or towards the late mid nineties, and it was like the last last kind of parts of the of the old school was still around. You know, I mean, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, there wasn't a lot of proper training and stuff, and there was just a lot of, I don't know, I, I guess, crafty-type wrestling. So, I, I, you know, there's a lot of Hindu squats involved, a lot of old-school type of Mm-hmm. Cyrus, you there? Yes, yeah, sorry, bro. Okay. Uh, oh, no problem, no problem, no problem. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, yeah, that whole type of, like, intense physical training style has probably gone out the window. But, well, I, yeah, for I the most training, part, yeah. I was, I'm sorry. No, I was saying for the most part, yeah. But then at the same time, you know, man, a lot of the guys have just gotten smaller. It's very weird. I don't know if it's like coincidental or I don't know. Oh, it's 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 all tied in together, man. You you got lax training. You got anybody and their dog can buy a ring and do backyard shows and mm-hmm. and I mean that was a sign of shame. Whenever I was, hell no, I'm not a backyard wrestler, you know and. And now it's like, oh yeah, no big deal, you know. So it's it's just times have changed, you know, where where it's like I'm getting attacked by cats. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like when when I was train when I was a trainer for Ultimate Wrestling for a little while there, they they would get on to me because you know they're, they're trying to keep students and make some money on mm-hmm. the students, and I'm I'm like, well, if my name is on you, you know, if you're gonna say you came for me, you you're gonna be a bad badass, you know, you're you're gonna be able yeah, to yeah, so it's just the way it is. But uh, I, I do a lot of this stuff that I learned from Rod Price, who, who was, mm-hmm. of course, trained by Red Bastine, who was a legend. Um, a lot of stuff I learned from John Saxon over the years. Um, just, uh, like I said, old school, a lot of drills, a lot of fundamentals, a lot of you know, making sure people don't have happy feet. I, I train people how to grapple <laughs> and, how to, and, and how to shoot grapple. I'm not trying to t- train somebody how to do a million spots and uh, mm-hmm. I don't think that's very realistic and I just, you know, if you if you want to do that, you know, of course I'm going to teach you how to run the ropes properly and stuff, but it, I, I just, like, a lot of these matches are just video game matches and, and they're entertaining mm-hmm. as hell to watch, bro, but I can't suspend my disbelief like like I'm watching a fight and that's what I, I want I with understand. my wrestling. I, so. I 100% feel you on that one, man. Some, some of these fights, like, there's there's certain wrestlers who can pull it off and it feels right just because of them. Like Will Ospreay and like in New Japan, like I, I think in in the New Japan space, it doesn't feel as weird as it does in right, WWE. Right. Like in WWE tradition with Yeah, juniors. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in WWE, someone will do like a flip out of the ring and the camera will like zero in on them, like his two opponents will be in awe about it. <laughs> I, I, yeah. It doesn't make me feel like you guys are actually fighting. It makes me feel like you're, you know, rehearsing some shit. But like, oh, if you do it, that in New yeah. Japan, it's just it continues on. There's no like weird, oh my yeah. god, what just happened moment where it's like, yeah, you clearly scripted this like five, five, you know, days ago. And they're they're really getting ridiculous with like six guys milling around waiting for the guy to do his mm-hmm. dive, and then the next guy do his dive, and then and it's just like, 
I mean, you know, I, I want I want more realism. Like you said, New Japan, you know, going back to Jushin Liger and even before, you know, yep. they've always had that tradition of strong, you know, but they always kept it within realism. Like Will Ospreay is great. I, I love seeing him against someone who's a different style, though, to where yeah. it's not just him and Rick. Like, I love, I, you know, that Ricochet match, that was entertaining as hell, but mm-hmm. it's just not, it's not what I want to, you know, it's not wrestling that I love. I, I 100% agree with you. I remember, I remember it was like two, three years ago, WWE had this, they had like this, you know, the Tower of Doom spot where it's like six people oh. doing superplex. Yeah, I've been a part of it before. WWE was doing it like every other pay-per-view, and I just got it sick did of it. It seemed like it was, yeah, it was like <laughs> not, not even any variation on it for a while, you know. Sometimes nope. you'll see guys try to do some weird version of it. But <laughs> yeah, and I, was I like, agree. And none of them were ever quick. Like, they all took like two, two, three, two three minutes to set up. Oh, and oh, it just yeah. was like, all right, I know where you're going here. Just hurry up, please. That's but, my pet peeve with any top rope move, to be honest with you. I, I hate the waiting 30 seconds to do the move and stuff. Yeah. It's like, kills the realism, man. I, I just, I want to stress that. And people are like, oh, well, everybody knows it's a work. Well, everybody knows a movie's a movie, but you don't have people winking at you while they're acting the scene out. You know what I mean? It's like they, it's like a, it's like a magic trick. People didn't used to, yeah, you know that there's something up about it, but you didn't know where the sleight of hand was. You didn't know how much mm-hmm. was real, you know. And mm-hmm. it, it's possible to bring it back to that, but everybody wants to, you know. I, it's just a different style, you know. There, you know, there's a few people that mm-hmm. still like that style, but I, I'd like to try and bring it back, you know. Not, it's not boring at all. It, it's quite the opposite. It, it's tense and chaotic and and violent, but it's just real you know it's you know or at least i'm the type of guy who and i a lot of people say this but i mean i've got you can you can see visual proof of me on the a mess but i would rather be hit and and hard weight or whatever and have those fans think it was real last night well, i know it's that wrestling but man i think those guys got pissed at each other you know i'd rather and i'm not saying and i'm not saying punch each other for real just for i'm saying to to have the work that good again, you know what I mean, and 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 you can you can pull it off. It's just it's going to take a concerted effort, I think. No, I definitely agree. I think there's there was a there's a bit of like, uh, I guess you can say it's unrealism in WWE right now, where it's just it's just it's a comic book yeah. of wrestling. Yeah, and and it's been that way ever since they were expanded in the early '80s. Mm-hmm. It's just gotten more obvious, I guess, over the years. Yeah. Because I think I think at least in the '80s they played into it more with these larger than life characters, but now it's like all the characters are toned down. So it's like watching a comic book of just humans instead of like a comic book of superheroes. It's very weird. Right. Yeah. It, it's like uh, the wrestlers look like the fans, and the fans are usually smarter than the wrestlers nowadays. Yeah. Exactly. It's very backwards. Very. How do you feel, How do you feel AEW's doing? Do you Do you pay attention to them? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I try to keep up on everything, but I can't. Mm-hmm. I wish I, I I wish it was destination TV for me, and I was dying to watch it. But man, I, it feels to me like they're just not delivering on what they promised. Maybe because mm-hmm. I I wanted the sports based stuff, not not all the ridiculous, you know, you know. And I like good hokey gimmicks and stuff, you know. Give, yeah. give me a missing link and a and a bang your head video. That's fine. But but you know. Uh, uh, geez, I mean, I don't want to pick on the Marco Stunt Kid, but that, 
it's just because he's you know he can he can wrestle and he can yeah. do spots and stuff but the uh-huh. dude's like breaks his leg and stuff just just wrestling and stuff because he's it doesn't look like there's any effort to to put in anything on the body side you know it's definitely not a body sport anymore i guess but mm-hmm. man you're gonna break down a lot if you're if you don't get in the gym and put some muscle armor on you know what i mean even a little bit but not only him but uh with some of that other uh, I, I I can't specifically think, but I know I was disappointed in AEW because it seemed like a lot more hokey stuff than than sport mm-hmm. based. I'm like, why are you keeping statistics? It just shows that Ebay's two and three, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, there was a lot of complaint about that, where it's like, you know, they were keeping all these records, but you know, besides people like Kenny Omega, you know, Chris, I'm not Chris, uh, Cody, uh, Hangman Page, the Bucks, everybody else was like, you know, middling. So I think they're trying to get rid of some of the uh, squashing. Building uh, yeah. talent uh, and trying to move past that era, so hopefully I think they're they did trying the, to get things together. Yeah, when they did that reset in January or whatever, and they mm-hmm. wiped up Bay's records clean, that kind of confused me. I was like, "Well, how are you building towards anything if you?" Uh, anyway, it, it's their deal, you know. I I just I was I was hoping it was going to be more like New Japan, I guess, or uh-huh. you know, or maybe even ROH or whatever. And it seems like it's more like just their version of WWE. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I, I wonder if, like, they had to lean that way because of maybe, you know, broadcasting stations, things like that. They're like, oh, you know, be a little bit more like this, like more WWE-ish. But yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, I agree, man. New Japan just has everything right. Yeah, and, and they've got a, a history of, you know, except for, for a few dark years there. They've, they've always mm-hmm. been pretty good. Yeah, the Nokiaism years, those fucking shoot. <laughs> the oh, biggest. Shoot, shoot yourself in the foot is what that was, man. I know. Yeah, bring, there's never been a point in wrestling where acting like, all right, now we're going to be real has ever paid off. There's never, and, yeah. and Raw's, and now now WWE's trying to do it. Have you seen Raw Underground? I've heard about it. I have oh, not actually man. witnessed it yet, but I it, <laughs> it doesn't have me rushing to want to see it from what I've heard, bro. There was, there was about four, I think it was like four or five segments on Raw, and like each one... They had, you know, these shoot fake fights in Raw Underground. And, like, the fights were ending in moves that wouldn't end like a regular match. So Ah. you're thinking, like, okay, so this guy can't take a knee to the face, but when he's in there, he can take, like, 50 knees to the face. Yeah. So how does this this help your product? How does this help your main product, Vince? Instead of putting it over more, then it it actually makes your stuff look like it's fake. Yeah, I don't understand that. I, I, I don't get it. I mean, you figure he would have learned a lesson with the bra for all, but nope. I, I, what I'm surprised WWE hasn't done more is lean into the whole cinematic universe thing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, even in the in the Attitude Era, he's all like, we make movies, yada, yada. And I'm like, well, now you have an excuse to make the whole damn thing a movie if you wanted to. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why, why is The Undertaker retiring right now? You could put him another 10 years of versus Sting versus, you know, you could bring back, you know. With, with the whole cinematic thing, hell, you know, <laughs> possibilities. Make anybody look, yeah, that's true. Make anybody look good. Yeah, yeah. You can just CGI them into somebody else if you if you can't, you know. <laughs> Yo, that would be cr- that'd be crazy. Do you think <laughs> they, they got actually the do that one day? Yeah, like twenty well, yeah. twenty years from now, they have a, a CGI Taker right. Sting right. from the eighties match. You know, it might look more real than, you know, what's on TV that night. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's weird. Yeah, that's crazy. No, you know, I, I'm surprised, though, that they haven't because, you know, like, mm-hmm. actually, you know, it shows how Matt Hardy was kind of ahead of his time with the whole broken universe and all that. And, yeah. and I mean, this these times, they could, you know, just dive right into that, it seems like. I'm Impact it, had been doing a lot of that stuff, too, with the, the uh, Rosemary, I think, and the Sue Young girl. And, yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah. do all this crazy, like, in a different... It's like Lucha Underground, you know? It's, it's mm-hmm. just that whole... I love Lucha Underground. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was great. At least definitely started hot. I, like, the, the Boneyard match was great. Uh, I like the uh, the Money in the Bank ladder match. That was great. That was fun. Uh, Bray Wyatt stuff is, is interesting. I, I wouldn't call them wrestling matches, but they're interesting. Yeah. He's got a spotty record, what, but... Like, mm-hmm. like what was that one match he had with Randy Orton in a haunted house or something? Yeah, that was, <laughs> that, oh that, my that was, God. That was, yeah, that's pretty advice. cringe, man. Very. <laughs> and then they followed it up with the roaches and shit on the wrestling mat in WrestleMania. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the bugs. Bugs, yeah, that's right. Uh, like, good what stuff, was, man. What was that supposed to do <laughs> to anybody? Yeah, outside of a four-year-old or whatever. But. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's that's WWE for you, man. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it'll turn around once the uh, fans come back. Have you been watching? You know, a lot. No fan wrestling. It, it's kind of hard it? to. It, I mean, you know, to me, as far as wrestling in front of no fans, it just. I mean, you train in front of no people all the time anyway. That's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Sure, but sure. as far as looking at it from a fan's point of view, oh my god, it's horrible. You know, I mean. At least the substitute and trying to have a few people around the ring to make noise, it's that helps, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, it, it hurts it with the sense of urgency and, and, of course, getting that crazy surprise pop or debut pop and all that. Yeah. It's all, it's all gone. So, uh, you know, I definitely miss it just like everybody else, you know. Oh, yeah. I miss fans. They're the third, they're third man in the ring at all times, you know. Right on, right on. It can, it can make a, Good match, great, you know. I also yep. do the ops. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. So you have a dead crowd just being like, oh, man, why are you not seeing this yeah. in front of you? Why can you not see his greatness? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Frustrating. So, Spyrus, what is, what is the favorite match of your career so far that you've had? Uh, I'd tell you my first favorite match was when me and my partner, he was called Mercury McLeod. We are called Alternate Reality, and we won the Mid-South Tag Team Champions like around 98 or something. Um, mm. and, and, you know, it was a later version of Mid-South. It wasn't the Bill Watts version, but it was still a big promotion. You know, it had like about TV covered like five states and stuff. But in the record books, it says I was a Mid-South Tag Team Champion. So that was like yeah, that's awesome. Matches. Yeah, but I mean... It's hard to narrow it down. There's been a lot of memorable ones. Most, mostly, mm-hmm. the, the the really violent ones are kind of memorable. Or, you know, I, I've done a lot of epic type feuds to where you build to a big match and, uh, and stuff like that. Those, those are always memorable. You know, what's also, the most? I'm sorry. I was gonna say, what's the most violent match you've been involved in? Oh, dude. Oh, wow. Um, there's uh, there's a infamous picture of me online where i'm just uh, i lost so much blood that night i soaked every towel in in my household 
before finally going to the emergency room at midnight on a Christmas night to get it stitched oh, up. I thought, shit. I, I thought I could super glue it, man. I, I, I was, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it just it, it just dripped all into my hair, and I had to cut oh, out a clump of my hair. But damn. anyway, what the, what it was was Christmas night, and it was this crazy. It, we had built to it. And it was a six man tag, and it was uh-huh. weapons. I, anything goes, and we were outside the ring, and you know, I you know. I was kind of gimmick anyway with the blade, but uh, mm-hmm. I was kind of on my hands and knees getting ready to do it. And I look up and this guy's running at me with a ladder, like, like, like a blunt end towards me, like they're uh-huh. trying to open a door with it or something. And I just look up and, and it just, the, the edge of the ladder, the blade in my hand just go crunching across my forehead and, and it just opened me up. It, it smacked me in the nose. It broke my nose. It, it, uh my eardrum was blown i ended up getting infected but anyway it was really violent um i i don't know if that was the most violent one though to be honest uh, but 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 that was like probably where i took the most real like tangible uh-huh. damage type you know oh shit that's crazy man Oh, it was crazy, bro. The emergency room was, <laughs> I walk in there and like within moments, there's a pool of blood around me. <laughs> we have to call the cops and all this other stuff. And, yeah, it, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, they thought I'd been assaulted or something. You know? Oh, man. I mean, you got a razor blade across your face. Yeah, it, well, and then plus it was hard weighed with that ladder. So it's really gashed, you know? Ooh, so like yeah. part. I, I got like 13 stitches, and then the other side mm-hmm. they used that der- derma bond, so they actually super glued it themselves. But it mm-hmm. wasn't gushing by the time they did it. Oh damn, damn dude! I'm glad you're covered. Right. Glad you're I don't know if I have yet, bro. <laughs> 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 what, that was 15 nice years ago. I don't think I've recovered yet, bro. <laughs> right. It definitely changed my hearing in my right ear. Oh wow! Did you win the match? Bro, I don't even remember. I don't even remember. I, I know uh, the the smart marks. This was in Mobile at this ultra violent promotion called IWC, and there's a little section of smart marks, and they were like they're chanting. I don't know how it it is it, like. I don't know how it made. They're like Cyrus bled for us or something like that. It's like I gave all my blood for their sins or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like. Uh, <laughs> they, they're just the smart mark guys that were there every week no matter what and they really appreciated that i had you know uh, nearly, nearly decapitated yeah yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> but i've been in a lot of barbed wire matches and stuff mm-hmm. with like huge huge guys named death row and stuff so i've been in a lot of violent type matches. and when i came in in mid-south you know we built and i was you know they still consider well i was green but not compared to some of them but uh we built to a thing called chaos in a cage we had hair matches we we had a lot of crazy violent matches in mid-south too as a tag team with my partner uh, mercury mcleod mm-hmm. how's your uh, partner doing what's he uh, what's he up to uh he he's happy he's uh building and re- he's repairing guitars and 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 being a musician and not and not waking up with a hurt back every day <laughs> he probably still does, but you know. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah, the same I, degree. I, I, on one hand, I, I try to get him to come in and, and and bump around with me sometimes, and on the other hand, I'm like, man, if you're not hurting, just stay not hurting, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel that. I feel that. If you're out, stay out. <laughs> I just mm-hmm. can't stay out. Man, I, I dig it, man. This wrestling stuff's addictive. I've been a fan for what, like, 25 years now. And I don't know. It's about how long I've been wrestling? 
It's been a long time, man. It's been a long time. So what? What's your future plans if uh, if we ever if you know have more than ten people in a room again? Right on. Um, well, like I said, I, I I've been promoting shows in the past. Also, my first promotion back way back uh, it's like the mid two thousands to show you how ahead of time I was. It's mm-hmm. called Next Gen, and then. <laughs> then all of a sudden Jeff Jarrett come out with a next gen title and then yep. NXT come out, you know, I was like, all right, we're going to change the name. So I batted around a few names, but uh, right now it's just named after my old tag team. It's called alternate reality wrestling, but uh, like it, like it's, it, yeah, it, it's just, I'm just kind of looking at it as like, it's an alternate version of, of what you call wrestling, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's what, that's my whole goal. And basically in life is to get that going. But, um, students training students and we've just been you know uh, training getting ready for it all but that's the ultimate goal like i touched on earlier is to get some really there's a couple little groups here and there on the coast on mississippi that are running and and i wish them nothing but the best but i just i want to do my own thing and and show people a style of wrestling that that might remind them of what they grew up liking or, or or maybe even show them something they didn't even know was possible that's awesome that's awesome man. i hope you get it I can come over there one day and see uh, Big Promoter Cyrus. And right uh, on, give me right some, on. You give me some you front row well. seats. I'll hook you up, bro. You know that, man. <laughs> I'll come, be, I'll come uh, but, do uh, some ring announcing for you, buddy. I got you. I got you. Excellent. Excellent, man. There's a, I'll, I'll always got a spot for you, bro. <laughs> okay, I think, like, I don't know, like, weird. <clears throat> Power's, like, blinking in and out. Yeah, it looks like it's uh, yeah, flittering it's, it's, or something. Yeah, it's like storming over here, so my power might be shutting off. So we might be uh, uh might be right. this one up soon. <laughs> so sorry. Right, well, well, I mean, we, we can do another one here soon if you want to, oh, man. Yeah, uh, we didn't really catch on. I got some crazy stories if you want. You know, I mean, everybody's talking about Marty Janetti. I got some Marty partying with Marty Janetti stories and stuff like that. So. Oh, I have to, I have to hear those, <laughs> man. I have to hear those. But uh, Cyrus, any shout outs you want to give before we head out? Oh man, uh, just. Not really, man. Just uh, look, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm on Instagram. Uh, just look me up. And if you're on the Mississippi coast uh, area and you need to train and you want to train old school, man, uh, I'll make sure you know what you're doing. Awesome, awesome, man. What uh, what tag can the people find you at? Uh, it, it's my name, Cyrus Levey. Cyrus is spelled like virus. It's S I R U S. And LeVay is spelled just like Uncle Anton, L-A-V-E-Y. So it's Cyrus LeVay. So you can at me on Twitter, at Insta, on uh, Facebook. It's all the same. Awesome, awesome. Thanks for stepping by, Cyrus. Appreciate you sitting down yeah, with man. us. And right, uh, we you hope to speak to you in the future, man. Storm. All right, Thanks, bro. man. Appreciate Thanks it, again. man. Metal. All right, heels, route, ring the bell. <laughs>